Welcome back. Welcome in to the Lions Share Podcast. The Lions. FTP. Bye-bye, says Kaminsky as he walks off the fields. All the Lions saying, ha, ha. Green Bay, you thought this was going to be an easy one. Everybody in the media was picking the Packers, the Packers, the Packers. There were a few that took the Lions, but on a cold, blustery night in Lambeau, the Lions reign superior. Jared Goff, after the game, this was the next best thing. Dan Campbell, in the viral clip that has gone uh, around the world, it seems, we just don't want them to go. And uh, this may have been the last time we see Aaron Rodgers in a Packers uniform, maybe the last time we see him on the field. And it's great that the Lions are on this side of history. The same old Lions, they're really shedding that same old Lion fur. It's looking like it's the new look, Lions fur. Guys, Andrew, if you want to start us off, you and I just talked a few hours ago. We were we were down bad after the Seahawks game, recapping the rest of the, the, the NFL. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling a little bit better now after this outcome. I'm feeling heated up. We couldn't turn the record button on quick enough. We were out here spewing venom. Um, NBC really playing up like Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. I mean, I had to stick around and watch the full walk into the tunnel. Aaron pulls in Randall real close on the way out. And then they hit it with the young Detroit team. All the young guys to end his career is like how they played it. So I don't know. I don't know what to take of it. I know that uh, it was a pretty classless showing from them today. Um, and it was uh, nice to really just stick it to them at the end and assert the do- uh, assert dominance and twist twist the cleat at the end of the game. Absolutely. Passing of the torch kind of felt like, right? Uh, honestly, with this young team, you could see them reigning as kings of the north for years to come. Mitch? Uh, just a storybook ending to the, to the, to the season, honestly, would have loved for the Seahawks to lose and get into the playoffs, obviously. But, uh, as you said, as Goff said, this is the next best thing. It was a good game, a weird game. Uh, everything that could have happened did happen. Even from thousands of miles away, the referees find a way to screw the Detroit Lions, but that's okay. This is what we needed to ride the season out with a win take this momentum into next year. I feel good about where we're at. DC's got the boys buzzing. Uh, it feels good. feels good. It does feel good. It does feel like um, the Lions kind of, kind of tonight kind of went like the season went where it wasn't a consistent path. There were some bad times. There were some good times. There were flashes of greatness. There were flashes of, wow, this team still got a ways to go. Still a lot of growing pains. James Houston, um, you know, much was said about him this week and, um, you know, the, the performance he's put on this year, and I know Andrew will speak on it in a little bit, but obviously a little bit of a step back there. And then Kirby Joseph um, just seems to own Aaron Rodgers at this point, it seems. Um, I'm going to put it as, as two interceptions for him again today. It, it, the Kaminsky hands of the face is null and void in my book. Um, but all in all, you know, the Lions found a way on the road in cold weather two things that the media and um, talking heads were had had against the lions right that golf and the lions couldn't couldn't wins on couldn't win on the road 
and they also couldn't win in cold weather. I know Mitch has got a lot to say about golf and his gloves as well. Um, but just I was <laughs> satisfied with the outcome late. Um, I, I know I texted Mitch and I said, never a doubt, but uh, there were some times when I was doubting, um, but the Lions did what they needed to do. They stayed focused, even though they probably knew going into the game that they were eliminated and were playing for their pride at this point. The the Lions pli- Lion pride ran deep today. Mitch? He po- I thought Mitch had that one. I I I don't know, man. I'm just I'm so happy to see how this ended here. Mitch has got me in a way. He's off camera. There he is. He's back joining us. I don't know, man. It, it just seemed like a demoralizing win. Like they started off really slow to start <laughs> here, um, but I don't know. I don't know about you. Refs against us all the way. Um, and then you come around and and uh, finish them off. So I, I'm just ready to go into next season. You've got four of the top 75. We've talked about it. You finish the season at nine and eight, and it's just something to build off of and get a couple more young rookies and see what Brad Holmes can do. We've already said that he's probably built one of the best drafts that we've ever seen, let alone most organizations will ever see. I couldn't agree more. I it, it just makes me so excited, and I think we talked about it a few weeks ago, where it's just like you if you're a vet coming off of a contract, you have to be looking at Detroit as a destination to go. You've got guys like Jamal Williams, Deshaun Elliott, veterans in the league that are clearly enjoying their time. Deshaun Elliott playing through injury to just prove how much it means to be a Detroit Lion. And he said he took exception to what Aaron Rodgers said, and he felt it was disrespectful. And that's what drove him to play this week. So uh, I think the whole culture and, and everything that Dan Campbell brings, shout out Josh, caller Josh, is working. And you see combined with the draft the drafts that Brad Holmes are putting together, I mean, if we can replicate that this year and address some of the gaping Grand Canyon holes in the secondary, man, they're they're – they're moving next week or next year. I'm sorry. Some, some serious, serious play to come next year. Oh, for sure. And and now with the win today over the Packers, Lions five and one in, against the division this year. Um, you know, the one loss to the Vikings earlier in the year, but uh, two, two against the Bears, two against the Packers and, and one, uh, one, one and one against the, the Vikings. So all in all, a, a really solid year in the record department, nine, eight, uh, nine and eight. Overall, in five and one in the division, Andrew. Uh, I guess I'll get give you the shout out there for for nine and eight picking the nine win team here. Um, I was eight and nine with my selection, so you and I both in the same department. But you get the edge on me there. I might have the edge on you in another department. We'll get to that. Um, and shout out you to you, Andrew, as well. Just um, you're playing hurt today, so thanks for being here. And uh, I hope you enjoyed the blue uh, blue Kool Aid earlier. Oh, thank you. It was uh, it was uh, unexpected delivery to say the least. I not gonna lie, I saw it show up, looked at it, and I put it back outside. It was uh, a Rite Ouch. Aid bag full of blue Gatorades and Powerades. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought it was uh, dropped off to our residence by mistake, so I put it back outside. And about a half hour later, you gave me a text, a really cryptic, "Are you thirsty?" text oh. and i had forgotten all about it at that point so uh thanks to your clues i was able to reel in the kool-aid and i sucked it down before this game 
<laughs> all right of course you had to go that route with it um yeah I, to which i after i sent the are you thirsty i think i had to send a follow-up and said are you sure you're not thirsty because you just weren't getting it but that's I okay no Co- covid brain fog right right that's that's the, we'll chalk it up to we'll chalk it up to that um yeah it's just a, it was a nice gesture and uh i i threw in a couple gatorades and powerades because i wasn't sure what your favorite was between the two i know it's a big debate in many circles i'm a gatorade guy um but we've gone too far off the rails once again on this nothing says nice gesture like calling it a nice gesture on your own podcast about your own nice gesture (laughs) hey hey if if you got to be your own best critic and you got to be your own best uh proponent so there there you have it folks i'll call myself out when i when i see fit well you don't uh, have to i'll do it yeah, that's why you're here. Yep, that's why we brought in the third member. Um, some are saying most improved player on this team this year. Uh, not me. I'm not saying that, but some people are saying that. Um, and um, yeah, Jamal broke the record today. That was very cool. Um, weird segue there by me, but um, I think I think one last thing um, about the overall team this year. I. No, Andrew and I have talked about this. Andrew, I think you're the one that sent me this, but um, let's think back uh, months ago to the Jeff Daniels, Peyton Manning. Um, well, can't can't recall what the program's called, but um, did that break the curse? Because after that aired, I think they're what eight and two. Yeah, I believe so. And that was the tub full of whiskey, correct? Yes. Yeah, it, it was something like that. In the end zone, yeah, and uh, I, I don't know if they took a shot of it or what. I, we we talked about it then. I think that also played right around the time Hard Knocks was out. Oh, it was well after that, right? Oh, I thought it was during Hard Knocks. I mean, maybe the clip when you sent me the clip that was, yeah, it was, um, it was, it was like week seven. Oh man, okay, okay. I'll maybe it was later that. than I think. Yeah, I, I thought it was mid-season. I hope so, because if that's it, that's if that is, it just it goes with the lore even more now. Yeah, and and it was, um, I can't Bobby Lane, right? Yes, that was that was, was that was the that was the inspiration behind the uh, whiskey. Was Correct. They said I think the line was something along the lines of Bobby Lane would have preferred this, or you know whatever it was. But <laughs> shout out to the shout out to them for getting that much whiskey, a bathtub full of it. Um, and uh, a bathtub of delight that was today with the victory, shutting the Packers out of the playoffs, and the Seahawks um, are in now by virtue of that. Uh, don't like the fact that the Seahawks are in, but we've got to take our victories where we can, folks. This was a hungry team today. Mitch uh, touched on it a lot. Um, this was this was clearly a Dan Campbell team today, a focused team all around. Shout out to Ben Johnson for some wild play calls down the stretch. I texted yep. you, Mitch, and I said, Ben Johnson, what do you got here? And then he draws up a, a play that I've never seen in my my time. Um, you it know, was there's amazing. been many variations. Not a hook and ladder. It was kind steps, of like a step stool yeah, and ladder. Yeah, because of the hook and ladder, not down the field. It was a lateral, um, you know, a, a vertical or horizontal um, play there. Uh, a throw to St. Brown that gets pitched back to um, Swift. And that gets them within three yards of the first Oops. down. They were after 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 long second, and I think it was seventeen. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, you guys listen to part of my take. I'm sure 
you hear PFT call for players to do the rugby style football. I mean, is that kind of a mutation of it? I mean, <laughs> are we going to hear about it <laughs> on part of my take? <laughs> oh, I'm sure we will. And it was, um, it, it very nearly, um, was stopped right b- before it even started. Uh, it was, it was, there was a lot of traffic going on in there. Um, I know my, my ears were perked up there on that play. That was a little bit scary until it worked. Then I was really happy. And, um, then of course, Dan goes for it. Um, after they don't pick it up on third down, Dan goes for it. And I think we were probably all in agreement there to go for it at that point. Um, you know, if, if, if you kick a field goal, you don't know about Badgley there. Badgley missed one today. This would have been from 43. Um, you know, that's in his, that's in his range for sure. But on a cold night, you just don't know. You, and you just don't know. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, thanks for the nice, nice yawn in there. It's past <laughs> my bedtime, dude. You're going to get one of those every so often. Just I, don't look I was, at the screen. I was good to get past it until I looked at Mitch. That's you're that's good. Uh, most improved player on this podcast threw me off once again. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, you just, I don't think you can trust Badgley there. And you, you, if you do make it, you're only up seven and who's sitting across the field from you. It's Aaron Rodgers in a two minute situation. And, um, you, you, you think maybe even the Packers go for two and try to go for the win there at the end. So I think it's an obvious call to go for it there. And what do they run on fourth down in uh, like a little bit more than one yard. It was like fourth and one and a half or three quarters. I think it was Trico said, what do you run? You don't run the ball. You spread it out a little bit and you run like a, like it was basically like the six, six routes, right? A four, quick two yards guys. out. Yeah. It was incredible. Um, Another from, good from call. Ben basically who, who's going to get separation. And honestly, and it, and I don't know if you, you guys noticed on that play, smart play by the green Bay defender. I can't remember who it was. Um, to not down him there, wait for him to get up and try to strip it from him. Uh, yeah, that is was it was it Chark that caught that? Yeah, he uh, Chark or Reynolds? Was, one of two. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was Chark or Reynolds. Yeah, and and um, they ran it quick too. They ran up, they got up to the ball quick, and they kind of had uh, the Packers on their heels there with the with the quick. Um, a quick little huddle and then to the to the line and um you know i think everybody in detroit was um singing in unison there the praises finally you could you could breathe if you're a lions fan obviously less implications on this game with the seahawks winning but still the the goal was to beat the packers and not let a division opponent into the playoffs and yep. um, establish that dominance and now we don't have to hear um, about about the glorious Aaron Rodgers in the postseason once again. He didn't will his team in this year, did he? And uh, the Lions can can get that momentum into next year, like you guys touched on. Uh, it's a huge, uh, it's another yet another building block from this year that they can put in their bag and travel with into the offseason and get some needed help. Um, you know, Mitch touched on it, but that secondary man that needs to be addressed early and often in the offseason. Um, a couple guys in free agency that are out there, um, two guys in the secondary from the Eagles that are going to be on the market, and uh, obviously the draft. You know, in April that'll be a big emphasis. I'd like to see him go cornerback right off the bat if it's um, if it were up to me. I agree. Uh, I, would, I would. Yeah, I would love to see cor- go corner with the number. I believe they landed at six. 
Um, and we'll see how yes, the rest of the 18. season. Six and 18. Yeah, go corner and then bring it right back with safety. I mean, or something. I mean, I, the secondary is where they need the most help. Get versatile players. Obviously, we saw Kirby uh, Joseph kind of finish the season strong, and he had a good year. But uh, Tracy's coming back. You know, who know? Hopefully, he's the same player. But I don't think you can go wrong going safe or uh, secondary, secondary in the first round of the, uh, the draft this year. I couldn't agree more. You need that. You need to improve that secondary. But I will say what Brad Holmes has done and like what he's proved to to do is to just get guys that are available so when when he's going into these drafts he's not looking at necessarily needs i mean that's one of the concerns but it's is there is there game changers on the board still are those are those are there those guys like a james houston or malcolm rodriguez are those are there guys that are coming off the tapes to me still available and i think those are who you're going to see so Honestly, I, I'm going to be okay with any selection that they're going to go with. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, <laughs> He's off whoa, the whoa, whoa. <laughs> Oh, Maybe, maybe, maybe later in the draft. And, and how about a kicker there to um, replace the money badger? I think you guys in agreement there. I know, Mitch, you've talked about it. Um, draft Moody. Obviously, that's that's a guy that you could go and get. You want to win, put Moody in. <laughs> I like that. Yes, yes. Um, could have used him tonight. Um, I, I thought when the deficit was three, when the do- the lines were down three, I, I just it just in the back of your mind, you're like, boy, could have really used that that field goal from Badgley right now. It would be a tie game, you know. That that starts creeping in your mind as the as you're going down the stretch and getting late in the third quarter, and you see the deficit's three when um, you know it's points were at a premium at one point. Um, neither of these teams, it was a field goal fest. Um, over half the game was in field goals, so. Um, mentioned it, Jamal breaks Barry's record. Good for him. Albeit in a 17, not 16 game season. So there's an asterisk there. Um, I'm going to hit you guys with Jared Goff's stat line. It's, it's going to sound like pretty much every Jared Goff stat line of the year, minus the fact that he didn't throw a touchdown today. Although Whoa. the one to JMO was a touchdown that got called back. Um, Jared Goff, 23 of 34 for 224. That's, that's a, that's a stat line that, um, has been consistent all year. A little bit lesser today without the touchdown, but no interceptions yet. Again, a clean day, Mr. Serviceable. Um, Jamal Williams against his former team, 16 carries, 72 yards, two touchdowns today um, to get 17 on the year. DeAndre Swift, six carries, 25 yards. Um, in the air, uh, DeAndre Swift actually led uh, all yeah. with seven catches and 61 yards. Khalif Raymond, uh, Mike Trico, if you're listening, that's how you pronounce his name. I don't know why. I don't know why you were Khalif, whatever he was calling him. Um, I, I know that's what it looks like when you you read it. It's it looks like Khalif or Khalif or whatever. It's Khalif. Um, even even um, Chris Myers knows it's Khalif. That's how bad it was. Uh, Mike Trico, just not a good. The thing that I struggle with is how many millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands, whatever it would be. Good question for Tommy. Do they pay to put a production like tonight on? Oh my god! And not one person can say, "Hey, hey, Mike." You know, on a commercial break, "Hey, Mike." It's actually pronounced Khalif. You know, his nickname in the locker room. They call him Leaf. Campbell calls him Leaf. So I, I would just—I think you can just switch it up casually. No one, no one wants to say anything. We're just gonna let eggheads call him Khalif all night. I don't understand. Khalif. Yeah. It's Dude, bad. so so much agree. Like. All they have to do is tell him, like, hey, they call him Leaf. 
You got it. <laughs> Where does yeah, you gotta imagine that these guys watch tape all week long. Like that's that's what you do. Obviously Collinsworth's gonna watch more because he's color, but the play by play's gotta watch some footage as well. And and you you kinda gotta know these things and there's producers and directors and stats guys and all uh, there's so many people involved in this team, right? It's not just the two that you hear on the air. Um I just I just I just kept waiting like you Mitch to for some for some at some point him to realize that um it was I can't remember who it was on the Fox crew but game 1 of this year they said you know the big F, big emphasis on him being pronounced Khalif this year um so it's it, it is it is what it is um it, 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 there's nothing more to say about it other than that it just it makes me upset um but Mike Trico we expect better not only uh, that, it seemed like he had it out against uh, Detroit as a city as a whole today. He's from Michigan. Every chance he got, which is crazy. Every chance he got, I feel like there were at one point there was like a five-minute montage of how bad Detroit is, how bad they've been at Lambeau, how bad they've been against the Packers. I mean, just how bad. I mean, everything in general. Not one bad thing about about the Packers. Just absolutely laying into the lions and then just laughs about it yeah and i thought he was from michigan but maybe he's not mitch are you back with us are you back with us i think so you tell me i don't okay I, i'm having uh I'm, I'm, is it okay i'm getting the hello echo again. i'm getting the hello. echo again same most improved my ass <laughs> no kidding i also had a question about that about what most improved yeah what you, you got a dispute does it sound any better uh test no they just listed the opponents for next season yeah someone explain that to me how is that possible oh we're playing they the already NFC know the east again How's they already this? know that's better they 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 list the opponents they don't list the schedule though they you get the opponents but you don't know who they're playing or, or you know who they're playing but you don't know when Oh, we got the Falcons, Panthers yes. again. Yes. Broncos, Raiders, Seahawks. Oh shit. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't seem too What's bad of that? a. It doesn't like, seem too bad. Yeah, I like all those. Uh, except for the Chiefs away in Arrowhead, you know. Like I was mm-hmm. just thinking of that one. That's sucks. The Chargers away in L.A. Mm. That sucks. Uh, the Ravens in Baltimore and the Cowboys on the road again. Cowboys are really good. Fuck. Broncos at home, though, I'd like to hear. Mr. Unlimited, dude. I might go try to see Mr. Unlimited. You should. Oh, man. That'd be cool. Yeah, you absolutely should. Yeah. Yeah, you should. And the Black Um, Hole? Oh, the Black Hole will be in town. Yep. And and then they'll get the the season is announced or the schedule is announced in June, I believe. Um, but is they, that what they it list is? all the they list all the opponents, and then of course they got to play uh, the NFC North teams twice. Um, so that kind of fills in your gaps. But it'll be some formulation of those teams. A lot of AFC teams, it seems this this next year um, more as than long usual. As it's not Deshaun Watson and the Browns filling in my gaps. Okay, well, <laughs> well, I'm I mean. 
you're you're i think you're pretty safe there in fort wayne i don't think i don't think the uh deshaun deshaun dotson's gonna roll through your town anytime soon (laughs) i promoted this podcast to children oh no what's wrong why would you do that this this of all episodes the season finale the regular uh, season finale i didn't promote this one specifically okay but younger than 18 there was a couple promotions Okay. Well, judging by the demographics that we see on the back end, not not one person below the age of 24 has listened to this. Well, they told me they were gonna. Okay. <laughs> and I, and that's only Spotify. So if you're an Apple podcaster out there, uh, we don't get the demographics on you. So that may be where the the younger crowd rolls in. But we it's wanna, we're be. all about we're all about spreading the love across all age groups. So yeah, you're right. Um, but these podcasts are labeled E for a reason. Especially since Mitch Ecstasy. is Ecstasy. Well, Ben, you do it every week. I just wanted to have some fun. Well, uh, that, no, that's that's yes. I'm just I'm not speaking on that. Um, I I don't know. I we need to we need to come up with a Deshaun Watson joke skill. I think that was a lower a lower end joke. I'm just I'm just being unbiased here. Too explicit. Oh boy, I hope we don't. I hope I don't get the opportunity to go back and check tape if we're talking about lower end jokes because oh please, they might get away from your bed. Please, <laughs> please listen and re subscribe and re um, re review the podcast when you do so. When you go back and listen, it bumps the numbers up, and we appreciate that. Did you guys see Sirianni said Jalen was playing Hurts today? Did he? You 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 re- <laughs> are you luring me in right now? Did that I? was a callback, but he did—he did actually say Hurts uh, oh. is playing through injury, which makes the Eagles playoffs pretty interesting. It—it it does, it does, and the and the Bengals that Andrew and I talked about later in the show, um, with possibly losing a right guard, uh, a kingpin on that offensive line, in the biggest stretch of the season, that's going to be tough. But I still that's like right. the Bengals' Burrow chances. Played well last year without any offensive line. Oh so God, yeah, yeah, he was getting—he was out to dry so many times last year. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, other than that, in in the we got way off track. We were talking stats. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown with another six catches today. That's just a day for him. Obviously, a couple big ones down the stretch. Um, and uh, on defense, Anzalone leads the team with eight tackles. Uh, Mike Hughes and Bugs add seven. Kirby with five. Obviously, the um, the interception, which was huge. Anzalone also had that big tackle right off the bat uh, or early on in the game, that TFL. Aiden Hutchinson with two two sacks. That was huge. Um, and as a team, uh, he he was the sole provider of the sacks today. So two, two, ta- two sacks total. Kirby Joseph with the one interception, make it two, might as well. And, uh, yeah, other than that, Badgley two for three on field goals. Could have used a third one there, but it didn't end up mattering in the end. Um, but definitely an area to watch for next year if they uh, re-sign Badgley or if they go get somebody. I think we'll we'll be in agreements if they go get somebody. That'd be that'd be nice. Um, uh, other than that, uh, it was nice to see the Lions. Um, one of my pose was to not get penalties, and that that didn't seem to happen. But they persevered, which was nice to see. They they powered through a lot of those penalties, and a lot of those penalties. Um, were in critical points. The holding on the JMO touchdown, the hands of the face on the Kirby interception. Um, I, I digress. I could go on, but it was a lot of shot in the foot moments. Uh, we knew it was going to be that way in Green Bay. They always get calls in Green Bay, it seems. And uh, uh, Andrew, you and I were 
talking uh, off air and uh you had been just you had just called for a holding uh against the packers and i think it was one or two plays later aiden gets that sack and gets the penalty but yeah it's on a sack it's on a sack and and they they pretty much throw that penalty flag as aiden's taken him to the ground like yeah you can't say that we didn't call holding because we just did but it's on a sack already it's just so classic it's a it's a key trait of a dirty a dirty referee and it's uh it's just it's an easy path to follow. Uh, we see you, sir. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Bakhtiari bear hugged. I don't know how many people. And I mean, pulling away, he's got him by the jersey. It's so bad. Bakhtiari had such a bad night, and because he's a good player and he's been around the league for a while. They're just not going to make those calls, and it's it's disgusting. But that's what a young defensive team like the Lions, that's where they're going to see those kind of disadvantages. And that's nice to see him persevere through that and shed, like we said, the SOL into the NLL. The NLL. And and it, it reminds me, that holding call reminds me of like in the NBA when they don't call a foul until they see if he's going to get an N1 or not. You know, yes. like when they're like, uh, if the basket goes, you know, if the basket's no good, we're going to call a foul. That's that's yep. like an NBA call right there. And you said it, um, shedding the SOL for, there were a couple instances today. One being the um, holding call on the JMO touchdown. I felt like that's a drive killer, drive killing penalty. And what did the Lions do? They still pick up the, thir- uh, the first down anyway, and they don't sulk. They don't dwell on it. They just move on and they get the first down. Uh, the other one, um, this one's a stretch maybe, but the field goal by Crosby with that went off the crossbar and went out instead of going in. I felt like the same old Lions, that's going to bounce in every time. And it's just yep. going to be one of those situations where the NBC go, oh, can you believe it? It bounced in. It bu-. And they would show it like 16 times and NFL's tweeting it out. And it's just, you just get sick of it, right? And But he missed it. And and that was that was a good moment to get over that hill once again and uh the other one being the james mitchell holding call right before the play that we touched on the james mitchell holding call and a critical point on a on a drive where the lines are trying to put the game away james mitchell gets a holding call and what do they do they go to the drawing board ben johnson draws up that play we touched down and then they go for it eventually on the fourth down uh, and pick it up and all those things uh the same old lions would have gone off the field on the drive t- where you missed JMO on the holding call that would have been the end of the drive right there the field goal would have went in and the James Mitchell holding would have been, would have been the story of the game when they say the Lions could have been could have put this game away but they get a holding call at the end they have to punt or whatever or they miss a field goal whatever that drive ends up and then Aaron Rodgers goes down and scores but we're not talking about any of that same old Lions for rip it off and don't forget declining the penalty at the end of the game to yes. To drain more clock, big brain. Big I had brain. to ask Ben about that. I had, I was I was like I don't know what just happened, but then it literally that's why the Mitchell penalty was that hurt so much. Yep. Because you stop the clock, you back it up, probably out of field goal range. That was so crucial to the entire game. So thank goodness for Ben Johnson. But yeah, and I will say of all the poo poo, Tariko was talking. I can't. It may have been it. It may have been Collinsworth, actually, but one of them was like, you can talk about all the biting kneecaps you want. That was genius. I think it was Collinsworth, now that I'm now that I'm re- yeah. re- uh, quoting it. But, yeah, that was big-time stuff. 
does it hurt that the fact that James Mitchell has the same uh, shares a name that you that you have? Does that hurt a little bit more? I mean, not really. You you literally are twins with Lafleur, so that's true. Um, it is pretty and crazy. Our, I'm not so good in December anymore. Got that's him. What she said. <laughs> that's hey, it's, it's not January. It's December anymore. It's January. Um, but they they I liked how they extended that stat to December and January, and they included Aaron in it. Um, the 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 graphic that Andrew and I talk about later in the show, um, that they showed way too many times during the Seahawks Rams game. Um, yeah, and Andrew, you touched on it. The big brain play to decline that second and one offsides, which I thought maybe the Packers were doing intentionally, and then they mentioned it on the Same. broadcast. Um, I'm in my head. I'm thinking, oh man, that penalty kind of sucks because now you get a first down. It's still north of the two minute warning. The Packers still have timeouts. It's you kind of want that play to happen. Um, and in the past, maybe not because you don't trust the Lions to pick up a second and one. Um, but I felt like. I have confidence in this team now. I know that they can pick it up on third down or or second down or whatever down it is. Um, and so I felt like this is a moment, a growing moment as well. And you're, and you're right. Good for you to bring that up. Um, just uh, you need to have that as a coach. Uh, you know, a lot's been made about Dan and his time management skills down the stretch. Well, this was a pretty clean game from him in that department. Um, you know, I, I, the burning the timeout at the goal line when the play before looked like it was probably a touchdown for Jamal um, and not challenging it and then having to take the timeout there. That was the one moment I think you could hit him on that. But all in all, a very, a very clean day. Yeah, a clean day. I mean, honestly, um, he ta- you talk about his time management, but uh, Mitch and I were talking about um, the halftime, uh, coming out of halftime, um, the interview he he got on the sidelines and he was basically saying, you know, we know we're not getting in the whole goal, though. We said it to our guys. We're just not going to let Green Bay in. Bottom line is whether we get in or not, we're not letting you in. Um, and then they went and said that to Lafleur, and they shared that whole sentiment. Um, but also what Dan said in that in that halftime kind of speak was that. Their offense is okay. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just going to take a few more few more plays to get going. It, it almost seemed like their game plan, every time to, they got to those critical plays that Ben Johnson called about, talked about, Jared Goff would throw a low pass to somebody's feet, interrupt that drive, and then and then that's what Dan's talking about. And then all of a sudden they extended it to what we've seen all these last, the second half of the season with these 7, 8, and 10-yard drives that they convert for touchdowns hopefully not field goals like they had today, but they're just, I, I don't know. They're, um, uh, they're demeaning. I don't know. I don't know what you want to, how you want to say it, but taking that much time off the clock, I don't know if you have time of possession stats, but those long drives are just ruthless. So the Packers actually won the time of possession by nearly five minutes, four, four and a half. Wow. Minutes. Yeah, Packers 32-15, 27-45 for the Lions. Um, so uh, we, we talked about it on Wednesday's episode, and they also lost the, the penalty battle. The The two things I was want, wanted to see was them win the panel or, or uh, emphasis on the penalties. That was one I posed, was to get less penalties than the, the Packers. They didn't do that, and they also didn't get the time of possession, um, but they did win the turnover battle. So you got one of the three. 
got one out but, of three. Yeah. They they got the two takeaways. They kind of got three turnovers with the uh, turnover on downs. As, as well as the Kirby interception that didn't count and the fumble on the kick return that was nearly nearly a return or a, nearly a yeah. recovery. And on that one uh, one turnover they got, a uh, smart move by Aleem to knock yes. Tunyon out of the way, slide the ball back for somebody else to recover. I mean, just all in all, smart play. Uh, That's a, a young a guy, big too. Brain play. Big brain play number two. I mean, uh, it's between there were so many things in this game, right? It was there was just the Lions learning on the fly, which is which is nice to see. It was just kind of like I said, the story of the season where they're just learning as they play, and they did that in this game where they they just grinded it out. And uh, Mitch talks about that in his halftime capsule, just a grinded out a, a, a NFC North battle, right? Absolutely. And uh, I think even. The um, the Lions, the Lions did have more yards. I thought maybe they they were pretty close on yards, but um, they did have more yards, just barely. Um, and uh, one more rushing yard than the Packers, 103 to 104 to 103. That's just how close it was. On wow. The yeah. Um, outside of that, um, what did you guys think of the player intros? Ah. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, Jamal's a national treasure. What did I he missed say? all the offensive ones. I had to go find Jamal on Twitter, but I missed okay, Taylor Decker. What was his? Oh, you can imagine what his was. Where did he go to school? I know where he went to where he went to school, but I did he say it? He just said the. Oh, what a scumbag! I thought somebody alluded to it on Twitter. I wasn't sure if he did it or not. Uh, and Rodrigo on defense. Uh, did you see that one? I missed his. Oh, well, oh. yeah, I did. Uh, Barry Sanders University. <laughs> yeah, Sanders that was U. pretty nice. Incredible. I think Cosworth said, like, you think these guys are having fun with their intros? <laughs> hey. I mean, good for waiting, them, man. They, they don't get primetime games. Exactly. They've been waiting for this all season long. Like, yeah, this was this was – I don't, I don't know what to compare it to but or liken it to, but this was like, I don't know, uh, it was like a, a a field day at school or something. And uh, Andrew was so upset about it that he left the he left the broadcast. Um, he, he's that fired up, folks. He, his laptop definitely died and he didn't have it plugged in. So, Mitch, uh, uh, how's it going? For, oh, here he comes. Papa Burgundy's back. Oh, Papa Burgundy's back. <laughs> Mr. PB himself. That was crazy. A, a, a double welcome back for that PB. was crazy. The old tumble, the whole the laptop, the whole thing came down on me. <laughs> oh my god! I got my wires uh, crossed, man. Man, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I have my messages on my on my on my phone open now. I'm trying to get back to my notes. Um, yeah, what were we talking about? Wait, what? Uh, Wait, you guys freaking out? I'll, I'll be honest, I'll be honest with you guys. As Andrew said, after he let out the biggest yawn in the history of yawns, <laughs> okay. it is late. I think we're slap happy. I think we're all riding high after that Lions victory and that Rogers loss, and just feels good. It does feel good. No need, no need for no need for notes. Just no. riff, Ben. No, just I'm just gonna put a blindfold on. Uh, this this thing could get weird real quick. All of a sudden, we're gonna be in Mexico. Um, 
you know, I have to say about the end of the broadcast, the end of the game, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Mike Tirico, uh, just another comment from him that didn't land. Um, he's he's talking about um, Aaron Rodgers and, uh, you know, the fact that it may be his last trip around the, the, the stadium. He said, well, will we see Aaron take a long trip around the stadium? Kind of like, you remember Ben Roethlisberger when he, but he was on a win, so it was kind of cool. But he, he, he literally made the full lap. He was touching hands with everybody. What does Aaron Rodgers do? Nah, see you later. I don't care about you, Green Bay. He basically gave a middle finger to Green Bay. Just walks right out into the tunnel. Andrew talks about it, and he pushes the camera like, "Get the fuck out of my face!" Like, he's such a douchebag. That's all I gotta say. Ayo, I, I, I go do ayahuasca. Go do whatever. He's gonna show up on Pat McAfee's show, and he's gonna be all happy smiles. You see who the real Aaron is every Sunday or whatever day he plays. Um, you know, when A.J. Dillon dropped that pass, he catched the fucking ball. Like, you, you you don't have to be a professional lip reader to see how frustrated he is. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what he he does, though. Um, but I, I was just happy to see. Speaking of McAfee. Oh, God. Did you see that after you guys touched on it on the Wednesday episode? Did you see he apologized for yeah, that? Yeah, he did. Um, and I, I thought that was like, because I, I was pretty put off by it. And then I look, I I went back and looked and I thought it, it was cool he at least apologized. I think he actually said he was acting like a boy a baby back. Bitch. Correct. So I was like, all right, well if you're gonna apologize, that's the way that, to do it. That's a good way to do it. And yeah, and he actually shared a couple highlights after the game. Um, I th- or I think during the game he shared the the uh, hook and ladder hybrid play. So he's trying to get back in the good graces. I I wouldn't be shocked to see DC hop on there. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, can we flip back? Who's the guy who got uh, ejected tonight? Dude, I forget his name. Oh, he's a rookie. Quay Walker. Quay Walker. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you? I mean, that's a, just an all-time bad look. I didn't realize he was a, a first-round draft pick either. But, I mean, the week of the DeMar Hamlin incident, man, when, like, you know, they talk about the importance of these people that are out here attempting, you know, attend to injured players, save lives... And you're going to come out here and push this guy. And then 95 squares up with him too, man. It was such an ugly I, I look. Thought, yeah, I thought they could have doubled down on that. I thought they could have, yeah, I thought they could have gone again. Not to mention, and this is separate, but back into the game. The fact that they missed the forearm shiver to Swift's dome. How does, how, because they, they, Mike threw it over and I can't remember who the ref, the ref was, the booth guy but he's like oh yeah no doubt that's a personal foul that's unnecessary roughness that wasn't even yeah. a penalty that's insane I, I, yeah, I don't know very just... well lines at the two and a half yard line right there and then uh and then the other weird play that we talked about earlier but i mean it's just uh, ugly all around from the packers today and they just really showed that they were just upset didn't get didn't get into the playoffs just pouting about it and it was a, a just a childish tantrum by them Oh man! Imagine that locker room afterwards. I, there's like, probably some broken chairs. The janitors are gonna have a day. I don't know. Bora Bora for Aaron Rodgers. I've been I've been waiting for the uh, I've been waiting for the locker room video of Campbell to come out. Unless he just went so crazy that they can't even release it on. I'm oh, it's probably be... NSFW. Woo! I'm excited to lay in bed. Throw on the old post game show, watch it over, just me and myself. <laughs> you yourself and your your COVID brain are gonna go to town on that. Yes, sir. 
I'm I'm watching right. I can't believe you're playing through the cocoa. Yeah, right. dude, I'm gonna take a test tonight. I'm hoping I'm negative at this point in time, but we'll see. Mask up for work tomorrow, and we'll we'll go on with life. Just just go infect all the customers. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Edit this out, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, edit this, this out, is... Tommy. Come on, dude, save me, save me. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers understands he can't take time with decision on the future. That's that's what we're hitting with live right now, folks. He's he's at the podium, or he was at the podium, saying he can't can't take time with the decision. It's going to come quick, like tonight. Like maybe not tonight. That might be a little oh, premature damn. there, Kit. Can you imagine um, if he was up there and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna retire. See you guys later." Oh my god, a, I would tonight so hard. Wow, just speaking edit, of Deshaun edit, Watson. Edit that one out, though, Tommy. Edit that one out, Tommy. <laughs> uh, and we're we're past midnight right now, folks, on the East Coast. This is what you get. Throw that the best stuff, guys, but let's edit it out. I was, I was gonna say one of my favorite parts. After, did you guys see they showed uh, they showed AG on the sideline oh. after Kirby got that pick? Just yes. Oh, doing a little shuffle down the sideline. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. It, Just feel it was himself. it was one of those situations where it's like wow, like maybe two or three of those was was gonna be enough, but he had to do like five or six of them. Just, <laughs> Just kept going. after all he's been through this year, uh, he deserves to do that. And the fact that he wore gloves today was <laughs> just uh, incredible how many pairs of gloves did the detroit lions organizations purchase for tonight's visit to lambeau field oh man andrew i had texted ben and kind of ben had kind of talked about it and i talk about it in the halftime capsule but oh man golf just could not figure out those gloves and i at a certain point in my mind i was like what is mark brunell doing how is he not seeing this the ball come out of his hand and saying Hey, hey, Jared, let's just try a couple without the glove, bud. Let's see what happens. It it was it was baffling to me. I mean, I think eventually he figured it out, and he kind of the balls got better throughout the night. And obviously, it's cold, so you know it's it's going to be tough no matter what. But he started the game pretty rough. Yeah, he I mean, sure honestly, did. Honestly, man, wear the one glove, throw the heated fanny pack on, or whatever those things are called. I always forget, and just. DC needs one of those for Dude, Oh my God! Someone helped us. <laughs> Rudolph Please. on the sideline. Dude, I don't know if you guys get noticed. A, get a hand warmer for this dude. I don't know if you noticed the handshake between him and Lafleur at the end. I hope somebody on Twitter captures this picture. But Lafleur, it doesn't look like he's looking at his eyes. It looks like he's staring right at his nose. And then when DC runs off, the light catches it right, and there's just a couple snot drips just ready to drip off the end of his nose, dude. And I'm just like, Lafleur's like, dude, are you okay? <laughs> I, I he his, Dan Campbell might be fighting the, fighting the COVID right now as well. <laughs> oh my, he wasn't missing this game. No. He's up to he's up to five pots of coffee a day. <laughs> oh my god, I'm trying to I'm trying to see what you're talking about on on Twitter, and I I just don't see it. But maybe maybe if I search harder, Tommy, look that up. How do you spell Lafleur? Um, yeah, it was it was it was something to behold today, folks. Uh, there was just so many things. You can't spell Lafleur without a big old. You just, L. Yeah, you just can't. Yeah, yeah. Two two of them actually. <laughs> Two of them for uh, the two two L's this year against the uh, New Look Lions. That's what we can we can hang our hats on. Um, and uh, yeah, 
they're they're gonna be uh, yeah we're all sleepy here um I, I think the only thing i can mention from the the rest of the game was the that andrew mentioned it but i think that uh that trainer wanted all the smoke he looked like he was ready to go he squared up yeah that was crazy i i I mean like instantly too but it it looked like the medical staff on the ground kind of looked up like who the fuck just shoved me and if if you just got shoved are you gonna take this shit (laughs) yeah he got up too i was gonna ask if you noticed that because he kind of went at the the first guy that, that got shoved put his butt checks right on that guy's face and then that guy got up like exactly dude like i mean like what are what kind of stupid move who pushes (laughs) who pushes somebody not in pads yeah that and then and then it kind of like it got to a point and it i caught myself feeling bad because it showed him legitimately having a breakdown and it's like he's walking out through the tunnel and it's like he it's just one of those moments where he realizes that was the dumbest, most immature thing I could have done. He's literally crying. Yeah. Like, what the fuck did for- I just do? And then I'm like, nah. Nah, <laughs> you don't ever feel bad for him. First round pick, you want to know what his signing bonus is? Yeah. Don't feel bad for him at all. He got that in a signing bonus. Whether he gets cut after that game or not, he got that in a signing bonus. I don't feel bad for him one bit. Oh, he's getting a fine too. What is uh, Who knows? I don't know what it is, but he got drafted oh, okay. in the first round. Oh. It's up there. <laughs> I, I I'm watching the clip right now of you, um, the the snot clip that you're speaking of. It's Do yeah. That's it, that, I'm Lafleur is staring at that for sure. He he does the he he does like a double take. He's like, you gonna do something about that, man? Dude, like wipe that snot off your face, man. Like. Yeah, dude. I don't oh know if God. you noticed that Dan in the halftime interview too. His bottom tooth was just loaded with chew spit, dude. It was just all wedged up on <laughs> one tooth. It was a bad look for Dan. The All American. <laughs> I, I think it's a, I think it's important that we talk about. It, like Aiden is the rookie of the yes. year, defensive rookie of the year. He has oh, to I'm be. glad you said that. Has Hands down. There's not a question. Sauce Gardner had a decent game again today, but like Hutch has the interceptions in Gardner. That's your whole thing. You don't have those either. And he has the sacks. What did he close the year out with? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. And I think three interceptions, fourth player, I believe in NFL history. I mean, what are we doing, man? Like that's gotta be defensive rookie of the year. If not, I mean, like, defensive player of the year yeah i think everybody's kind of adjourned to that now um sauce had a pretty good game against uh you know tyreek hill today um but but what can you say i don't think anybody's going to be disappointed that you you hand it to aiden um you guys you guys want to have a quick quick game of um we'll wait for mitch to get back here but i've got quay walker's signing bonus loaded up here um, okay oh god so, i can't wait for this Mitch, are you here with us? Yep, hit me. Okay, so so Mitch, what's your guess? I uh, your part in the last episode got cut out because Tommy fucked it up. But um, what uh, what do you think? This is kind of like a, a whose whose line is it anyway question. But what do you think Quay Walker's signing bonus was? Oh gosh, it um eight million. No, that seems way too high. Yeah. All right, Andrew I Wilson. Would, 
Uh, I was probably going to guess like $800,000. Okay, that's pretty close. That's way low. What? Uh, uh, so when did he No, this? because I'm assuming Aiden's was like 1.23. Yeah, I'm I remember they talked about it on they talked about it on Hard Knocks because he was like, um, you know, my signing yeah. bonus no, was his, this. Yeah, his was big, and then who, Kyle Hamilton's was like 12 million, I thought, and he got picked 10th, didn't he? Mm, yeah, that sounds correct. It's around there. Um, yeah. So Quay Walker's got a weird. I don't. I don't know. They. Every team's going to structure it differently, but his base salary was 705, but his signing bonus was 1.8. Oh, he signed for 1.8. Okay. But I mean, still, okay, I, you got that the day you signed a contract, $1.8 million, dude. Like, that's that's just what you got for 13.8 million. 13.8 million uh, guaranteed across all four years. I I also have Aiden's. Do you guys remember what? Take take a stab at what Aiden's was, if you guys can think you can remember. Well, it's higher than that. What, did, what route or what was Quay Walker drafted at? What was Packers uh, like? Pick? Packers pick would have been like middle twenty, of the, yeah, like somewhere in there. And his right was what? 20, I think. No, no, don't give me any hints. No, no, no. What was Quay's again? One point three. One point eight. One point eight. Oh my God! What was eight? <laughs> oh, was yeah, I would it guess. Like, was that, it was it was Aiden and Kyle Hamilton where the, there were videos that came out where they said it and everyone was everyone started freaking out. Oh God, was it like? Oh God, I'm, this is gonna. I'm, I don't know if I'm gonna be way off or not. But was it like twenty million dollars? I'm gonna say twelve. Okay, Ben. Twelve. Five point eight. Okay, mm. only five point eight. Okay. See, I remembered it being <laughs> way bigger. That's I was basing mine off Kyle Hampton, Aiden. I was basing mine and... off what you said about Kyle because I thought that was right, and I was thinking like, oh my God, if that's what he got. Because it's always got to be lower than the person above you, right? Not necessarily. Well, I guess to bet. Okay, Kyle Hamilton's was nine million. See what? See what the? Oh, I guess I don't know how hell? it works then. What was Aiden's? Well, five point five. Point eight. Five point eight. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it it it's all on teams cap and structure wise on how they structure their contracts, whether it's front heavy, back heavy, signing bonus heavy. You know, guaranteed versus not guaranteed. There's so many intricacies. Um, so every team's going to play it a little differently and depending on how, how they feel about it. And uh, Quay Walker's contract ranks 30th overall, and I don't think he was 30th pick overall, but I can't remember. Um, yeah. Aiden Hutchinson with a day today, though. You're right. I think defensive rookie of the year. Uh, do we have a BAM player? My vote was for Jamal for tying and okay. breaking uh, Barry Sanders' record. Uh, my second place, I did say, went to uh, the front of the Detroit Lions defense. Uh, like I said, it seemed like if they didn't get a push, then Aaron Rodgers was going to have a big play. But if they did, and they did often, they were going to shut him down. Yeah, I'm 100% in agreement, especially finding out after the game that I think um... – um. Oh, was his great grandpa? I don't know if you guys saw that. William's no. grandpa or great grandpa had passed away. I think he said today, so he dedicated the game to him. Actually, a really cool moment that he started crying after the game. So Who was that? I think it's uh, uh, Williams. They because he was getting interviewed oh. after the game, 
and they essentially <laughs> um, kind of asked him like, "Hey, what does this what does this mean to you, Jamal?" And he started just like breaking down. He's like, "Oh, my grandpa passed away. I dedicate this game to him. I'm just so happy to be here." And it was cool. Oh, that yeah, is that awesome. is cool. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, on a lighter ah, note, wow. <laughs> on a lighter Bitch. note. Yeah, he's got all the. He's got a, the it's nuggets. a great. It's a great. Yeah, it's a great light note. Jamal got band player of the week. Yeah, oh, yeah. let's go. He, he did. It okay, we're giving him bam. Um, yeah, Mitch most improved um, once again. Um, on a lighter note, what I was going to say is Aaron Rodgers is trending on Twitter right now. <laughs> wow, I kind of like that. Uh, and maybe he can get himself. He can retire. Get himself a couple more commercials out of that nickname. You know some. Uh, <laughs> security commercials get himself in tight with the digital security company i don't know they need a marketer get him on I, I like uh, yeah anywhere by here right maybe uh maybe i don't know I, he, he's got a lot of paths he could go um depending on how uh media friendly he wants to be in his post post life um the other thing trending right below frogers is jordan love so there you go yikes and Jordan Love hasn't performed all that great either, so I don't I don't know if that's your answer long term for Green Bay either. That's an episode Who for another cares? day. Lions own the North. Let's just get a, a great celebration for what you know what looked like it could have been a tumultuous year when they were one and yeah uh, one and six, uh, and turn it around to nine and eight. I mean, what what more can you say other than that? That's just incredible. Eight out of their last ten. What a what a ride. What a run. Ugh. Yeah. Finishes it on prime time. Last game of the regular season. Welcome to the end of the line of the regular season. We made it. And the Lions are the one to cap off this season with a victory. And what better way? And the Lions, you know, we said it from Hard Knocks and throughout the season became America's team. They literally are America's team right now. I think everybody outside of Green Bay, Wisconsin, was rooting for the Lions today, and uh, that 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 brings me a lot of joy for next year. A lot more to come from this team. Like I said in my halftime capsule, um, you know, this is going to be the team that you don't want to play today, tomorrow, or going forward. You don't want to have the Lions on your schedule. That's what it's got to be. So much to look forward to. So much draft capital. So much cap space. It's just uh, everything about the future is so promising. And I feel like that's just not something we've been able to say for a long time. And I'm going to run it back again to Sheila Fordhamp up in the press or up in the box, just on her feet, as nervous as any Lions fan. It's just, it's not something that we've felt in a long time. And again, I started, started off the top. The culture is here and it's working and it's just, it's awesome to see. It's awesome to see and be a part of. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself, Mitch, from Fort Wayne. These yeah. are the times. We haven't seen the fun to be a fan. It is fun right now. It's good times and uh, leaves you hungry for more. And we hope this team's hungry for more. Obviously, uh, just just short of the playoffs this year, that's got to be uh, a point of emphasis next year to be on the North, get into the playoffs, and uh, don't have it coming down to the last season and needing help from the Rams. Um, next year, let's do it cleanly. And uh, Jared Goff, let's work on that deep ball in the offseason. Real quick, before I wrap it up here um, from the Lions talk, guys, uh, real, real, real quick, what would you rate this season out of 10 for the Lions? Andrew, go ahead. Oh, man. 
Jeez, if you want to do a first half, second half ranking, you know, it's it's a D in the first half, and uh, <laughs> big time, it's it's big big time D in the first half. Let me tell you, uh, second half team though from from these lions. <laughs> Uh, and we got to give them a big L, a big L for Lions <laughs> <laughs> for not making the playoffs. And it's a bummer, and it's what this team needed to build on. But I couldn't be more proud of, of the team we got and the coach we got and every coach we got in place. Um, no turds in our punch bowl. I can, I can say not. that as a fact. I said a uh, rate him on a ten. Yep, I'm, I'm gonna go on the Seven. scale that we were that we were given. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be a little uh, I'm gonna be a little tongue in cheek here. I'm gonna go nine point eight, nine nine wins after after the one win start, the one and six start, and again, I think it's just a testament to coaching a group of coaching a group of guys that could easily let their egos get in the way, and you get that buy in from them after a one and six start to not give up and to finish the season out. This is a little bit of a reach, but I just think not 9.8 to, to mirror the wins and all that momentum in the next season. Uh, that's where I stand. I don't know what letter that represents, but I'm going to go 9.8. Nobody knows. And nobody knows the alphabet that he provided right there. Nobody knows. I don't know. That was some, that was some, I don't know. That's some wild bullshit that you pulled out there. Uh, well said, Mitch. Well said. I everything I loved everything you said there. Uh, that was a great, uh, great, great, great point by you there. Uh, oh man! I guess I rate him. I guess I rate him a, a G though. Yeah. Oh, good boys. A G the, for good boys. Oh, the G spot for the Lions this year. Oh god! Love that. Damn. <laughs> Had to throw in one more DW quote there. Um, yeah, I, I would give it a eight and a half. Eight and a half out of ten. I thought, you know, all things considered, from how the season started to how it ended, eight and a half, a B plus, a B, a B in that range for me. <laughs> a lot more to go, but as Mitch alluded to, as we all alluded to, so much to be excited for. I, we could talk about this for three and a half hours, but we we've got to wrap it up. Tommy's got to get to bed and edit this. Um, and you guys look like you need some sleep too. I know, I knew, I know, I do. Mitch, you look like you took offense to that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. Um, I just I just think it's it's high time for some sleep for all of us. As the no, Lions Netflix go into hibernation. If you guys haven't okay. seen Kaleidoscope, get out there. Go, go watch that. Pretty darn good. Pretty cool. Okay. Okay. Everybody watches it in a different order, right? That's the idea? That's the one. That's the one. Okay. Okay. Well... And Mitch, if you have anything else to say, say it now, or I'm going to close the show out. No, I, I, I appreciate you guys uh, welcoming me on, you know, kind of halfway through the season. It's, it's been fun. This has been uh, the, the highlight of my week every time I've been able to get on uh-huh. uh, tonight. Just just even more uh, even more fun. A little, little more slap happy. Yeah, added this into is the, uh... <laughs> this is the lion's share after dark, folks, for sure. Welcome uh, um, to the pride. Cool. And and on how how impolite of me, good point for you to bring it up. How impolite for me not to thank you for you joining us um, three quarters of the way through the season and uh, early on in the season as well in the message box, um, bringing a lot of color to this show. Really appreciate what you've brought to this team, um, this ever growing team. So um, from the bottom of my heart, um, thank you, thank you, thank you.
I would love to get it in either of your boxes any day of the week. Oh, man. I thought oh, we were going to keep man. it clean for the clothes there. Recommended it to kids. <laughs> I wrote a poem once called Foxes in Boxes, but that's another that's a topic for another day. Jeez. <laughs> and on that note, folks, um, I don't know how we're going to structure this podcast, but uh, if you want to stick around and hear more of Andrew and I um, for those – one percent of you out there that want to do that stick around andrew and i um reacted live to the seahawks rams game as it ended so um you're gonna want to listen to that and live through the hell that that was and then listen to the rest of the uh, uh the recap of the nfl as we shake out this playoff schedule andrew um andrew was 142 and 98 so you kept it under 100 losses good for you 146 and 94 for me just a few four games better than you um but what a stretch down the uh, across the whole season for both of us um a uh, very good showing from both of us and uh just nearly nearly pulled out the victory in my front and uh yeah we'll see you all on wednesday for a wild card walkthrough uh on a wild week that comes ahead wild card weekend one of my favorite weekends of the year wish the lions were in it but i digress well, um, I was hoping we were just going to have a normal field goal. Uh, we made the field goal nonetheless, 6-9, to nine, way to get points before the half. We'll start there. Um, but I, I kind of want to go somewhere else with, like, what did I just watch on that? Um, I I guess the, the penalty came after. I think he thought Skipper pushed him. I mean, Skip's a big guy, but that was a pretty soft push. Kind of seems like Douglas is a softie, but... Wow, that was that was a wild ending to the first half. We got the ball back coming in the second half. That's huge. We needed to get a turnover in points before the half. I said that while I was sitting on the couch, and they manifested it. Got it. Houston, you've been great through six games. I want you to be great going forward. Two specific plays you've looked terrible on, jumping off sides. And the one before you committed to Aaron Rodgers and then committed to the, the guy leaking across the field. One or the other, man. Just commit to one or the other. Go 100% either way. This has been a very slow game, though, overall. If they can keep biting by and be, uh, be within one score, then they can do it. But if they can come in out of this half and score and then get a stop, then... We could run away with this. Green Bay looks like they want to quit. I think we've got them on the verge. We fought tough with them, and I don't think they're ready for a long game. I think they wanted to embarrass us in the first half, and it didn't work. I think this is where we embarrass them here in the second half, and we end their season. This is the last game of the regular season for the NFL. Let's let's let it go out on a bang. Let's go, Lions. 6-9. Nice. Lions losing at halftime, but in this game very much in a field goal fest that we have going on here. Um, Rasul Douglas, what are you doing? You're an idiot. I don't. <laughs> that was a comical end of the half. Gave me a little bit of something to laugh about, which was nice. Um, yeah, um, some phantom calls, classic Green Bay. Some holding calls that weren't there um, on the Lions, but Aiden's getting through holding calls and still getting to the to the quarterback. Two sacks for him. Um, just an animal out there coming for the defensive player of the year. Rookie defensive player of the year, I should add. Um, 
And uh, yeah, would love to see Okuda out there, but love seeing Deshaun Elliott out there. And the player intros, we'll talk about those in the in the full length episode. But those were kind of cool as well. Um, yeah, uh, Dan's Dan's interview, we'll talk about that as well. But um, I can just echo that statement. We just don't want them to go. That's what the mantra is today in the first half and in the second half for me as well. Let's go Lions. Let's bring something to the table. Let's stop Green Bay from going to the playoffs. Let's bring some momentum into next year. We want teams to fear this team. Let's go Lions today, tomorrow, and next year. No playoffs. It doesn't matter for Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. Trying to upset the Packers' chances. Dan said it himself. We want to knock them out. I love it from D.C. Need Goff to take the gloves off. Ball doesn't look very good coming out of his hands. Uh, this is a game. This is an NFC North knock them down, drag them out game. I love it. It's a fight to the end. Um, just wanted to continue. Need, need some more from the offense. We had some chances. Have to capitalize. But good game so far. Go Lions. Fuck Rodgers. I just don't know. My head's in so many places right now. I don't know what to do. Dude, the crazy part is, is that Seattle's still running plays. Why are you just not kicking the field goal? Because they just missed one. Because they just missed one, okay? Well, I mean, my God, he's an NFL kicker. This cable's not long enough. (laughs) I could almost get to the TV. (laughs) Can you stop chewing gum for Christ's sake? Thank you. I need to get my Kool-Aid. Hold on. Dude, I'm almost two Kool-Aids down. I've been chugging. Dude, that's the only thing that um, like um, gave me energy when I had COVID. Dude, I, well, today has been eat day. So I weighed myself when I started. I lost 15 pounds. Holy shit. Just not from not being able to eat. Can you still hear me? Yeah, you changed dramatically, but yeah. Sounds like yeah, there's like a little like hum. Shit. Yeah. It's the it's the noise cancellation. All right. Can you hear me better? Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. I can just hear the TV. All right, I'll mute the TV so you don't have to get spoiled. Okay, here we go with the kick. 32-yarder. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Are you ahead of me? Are you ahead of me? No, or no, 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 no. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Okay, they're just showing the interception right now. They're showing the missed kick for me. All right. I have I'm at the wide shot of the stadium. They're uh oh. they're about to about to do the damn thing. Shit, okay, I just got the interception footage. Okay, I'm like fifteen <laughs> seconds ahead of you. Okay, yep, I got the wide shot. It's I'm only a thirty two yarder. I'm coming into Lumen Field with the thirty two yarder from the left hash. Here we oh, go. Oh, he missed from the right hash. Oh, this is a gimme, dude. This is less than an extra point. Oh my god. Oh, right down the middle. Don't spoil this, son. I'm sorry. Did you spoil it? Is that the case? Oh, yay, yay, bro. Up into the Hawks, and that's just dead center, and that's how the cookie crumbles. That's how the season will end. By the by, the refs. Cheated, dude. Cheated once again. 
Are we on record right now? Is this is this the beginning? We are. We are. Oh, not even a welcome back, welcome in. It's not welcome. We're back and we're in, but no, we're talking to we're talking to future us right now. Oh, okay. I hope it gets better. Hope things are better. It's been a dog start to uh, 2023 as it is. Injuries, illnesses. Um, another one I'm not going to get into. And, uh, yeah, just here we are, uh, Seahawks winning overtime. You knew it was going to be crazy and a game extended by a phantom penalty that, I mean, the guy got tossed into the punter by, by another Seahawk. I, I don't understand it, but whatever. Yeah. So we were recording this, right? We just, rec- you, I'm probably going to include Tommy's probably going to include what was the ending there of the overtime shit fest that was um, the Seattle Seahawks versus the Detroit Rams. Um, we're recording the NFL segment before the Lions take off here in about 40 minutes. Um, yeah, we wish we had a little bit better. No welcome back, no welcome in, because this is going to be a segment after the welcome back, welcome in later tonight. Um to, to clarify there for you, Andrew. Um, yeah, that's, um, I don't know why it has to be this way. We don't, we don't have to monologue this long, but, um, yeah, it just couldn't be a, a game that the Rams won by two scores. It couldn't have been a, couldn't have been a Seahawks win by three scores. It had to go into overtime. It had to come down to it. The Rams, were in the game the whole time, had the lead for most of the game or a majority of the game. And uh yeah, then the 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 phantom calls come into play. Starts with the roughing the kicker, roughing the punter, running into the punter, I should say, where the punter literally grabs his bring, reaches his arm out to grab the defender so that he draws the contact even more. Um so it embraces him as and if he's gonna share the, his body heat heat through uh, a stormy yeah. evening, and they're trapped outside beneath the rock side. And Mark Sanchez is laughing the whole time. What a dick! Well, he's in, he was encouraging. He's him. a laughing stock himself. So what did you expect? What a bum! That's all I can say. And then, and then. What do we get? We get the punt where the the special teams guy for the Rams can't down the ball. His one job is to down the ball. And and what does he do? He his momentum carries him in the end zone. He tries to like wave his arms so that he stops the ball at the one. And it just slowly, painfully, as Lions fans all are watching with bated breath, watch that ball tumble into the end zone. Subsequently, Geno Smith runs for what could have been like a 10-yard gain. Suddenly it's 20, and then it's another 15 yards for a a late hit out of bounds where Ramsey's literally just standing there. Like, Geno Smith ran into him. That was a a flop and a half. That's that's something I would see in the NBA, not the NFL. Dare I say, I know uh, Kelly Stafford tweeted out the picture of uh, the Los Angeles Lions, was it? Or was it the Detroit Rams? I don't know, one of the two. The Detroit Detroit Rams. Rams. Okay. I don't know if Matthew Stafford took a little bit of the curse with him when he went over there and 
that might be just poking the hornet's nest with the Detroit Rams logo because that game is exactly how a Lions game would play out if we were the Rams in that situation. That would be us in that game. Several several times throughout that game i'm like i feel like i'm i've seen this movie exactly. before because it once one once the one roughing the or running into the, the punter call was made it snowballed from there because then you have dk Metcalf not getting a call for a taunting penalty on that same play that geno smith gets the the roughing the uh the late hit out of bounds and then and yes ramsey ramsey who had two picks today he did all of his he was he was out there playing his heart out for the Lions, and uh, then uh, Bobby Wagner as well. Uh, and then on the other side of the ball, Quandre Diggs, ex Lion, gets an interception in overtime. And as he's running the ball back, he points at Bobby Wagner, which is at, there were just several instances, and I don't like to blame the refs here, but there were several instances where it was like the guys on the broadcast and Dean Blandino from Fox, they're all saying. That gets called 99 out of 100 times or 100 out of 100 times even. And just just no calls. And can we talk about um, the the lack of a uh, intentional grounding on Geno Smith to uh, start the, the, the overtime? That, the because 100%. it doesn't get, he's, he, no matter what, if he's out of the pocket or he, he looked to be in the pocket in my, in my book, but let's give him the benefit of the doubt, say he's out of the pocket. Ball still is short of the line of scrimmage. That's, that is, Intentional grounding by the book. By the absolute written definition of intentional grounding, that's exactly what it is. Was there a receiver in the area? Did he get out of the pocket? No, no. Did he get it past the line of scrimmage? No. All three rules. Excuse me? What else do you have to say about it? It's it's bad. Jalen Ramsey, honestly, that was just a bad hit out of him. I mean, what are you doing? Uh, I know you want to protect the sidelines and not give up any more yards, but... I Gino is a yeah. quarterback and he's weak. You can't just stand there and absolutely de- de- demean the man. You you just absolutely. Yeah, he, de- I I don't know what you did to him. You put him on his butt though. He definitely he definitely lowered like his shoulder and put his, his shoulder into him there, but he didn't move into him. Gino ran into him. Um, it's just it, it's just classic. It's you and I talked off air about this. We said we were a little you know we were we had our concerns about Lambo. We talked about it on Wednesday as well. We had our concern about the refs in Lambo after all the instances that have occurred over the years. And uh, we didn't even consider, well, the refs in Seattle could fuck us. Did, oh, man. That might be the first swear you've had on the airs. But we uh, who, who would have known? I thought, I thought for sure we were going to get the worst of them in Lambeau Field in the frozen tundra in early January playing for a playoff position. Uh, at least one of the teams are now at this point. I thought that's where the enemy was going to be. The devil was uh, closer or further away. I guess that is over in Seattle, uh, facing the Detroit Rams. They had sleepless the other in Seattle. They better be tonight. Sleepless. Ugh. They, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, that uh, look, I, uh, if we can stay grounded with the guys here and bring, bring it, bring it in here for a minute. You know, obviously the Lions shouldn't have had it come to this. They could have beat the Panthers and they wouldn't have to, we wouldn't be in this situation. Right. So, it, you gotta you gotta take um, solace in that, but why does it have to be this way as Lions fans? That's all I have to say. Why does it have to be that close? It doesn't. Just, ha- just I would have preferred the the Seattle that Seattle Seahawks would have just 
gone out, taken care of business. And I would have had, I would have said, you know what? That it is, it is what it is. The, the, the Rams or the Lions put themselves in this position where they needed help from the Rams and a bad Rams team. And uh, then um, I would have been okay with it. You know, Seattle wins by two scores. It's a comfortable game. I would have said, you know what? Wash my hands of it. That I, That's fine. But when it's like this, similar to the Michigan game against TCU, why does it have to be such a heartbreaker? Well, Ben, it's because everybody gets play, paid to play the sport and everybody loves the game and that's why they play it. And nobody's ever going to die in this league and it's the great thing about the NFL. There's always fight. No matter if you're playing for something or not, I mean, most people are playing for contracts in this league. So there's there's always going to be great games, which is exactly what not only this game gave us, but week 18 as an almost whole gave us. It was uh, on paper, ugly matchups and turned out to be really, really fun matchups to watch all day today. Is that your cue for me to move on? It's not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying as a whole, this is why we love it. And uh, you knew this game was never going to be normal. Are you saying you wouldn't have it any other way? Uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, man. See, I would have I would have much rather just taken a, a nice, comfortable win from the Rams or a nice, comfortable loss, um, a nice, comfortable win by the Seahawks. Uh, and don't, don't let it come down to that. Well, you Although, know what? It was fun there for a minute. Well, you know what the Rams If the Rams would have won, I would have been okay with it. But but the Rams don't blow teams out. They have five wins on the season yes. for a reason, you know? Um, and it's, it's Seattle. I guess I didn't follow all their games. We got in a shootout with them. I think they had a better start to the season than they did ending. But um, I, I, I guess I didn't follow enough of their season to know, but... It, this game was just never going to be normal, no matter what happened. I should have known that. Um, I thought, like in the, in my, I, you know, I picked Seattle, um, kind of like a reverse psychology pick by me. Just kind of wanted to go against you, one and two, just um, to stick with stick with um, the reverse psychology um, aspect that's worked for me in the past. That's kind of what I was my mindset there. Um, but I thought once I saw that it was going to be rainy, and once I saw. Um, the pick right off the bat, you know, first drive for the Seahawks, Jalen Ramsey gets a pick. Um, I started to believe. And uh, I knew if the Rams could keep it close, they that was their only chance of, of this game, right? Like, that's kind of like what you spoke. If they, was gonna, they weren't going to win a shootout. Um, and they just could not get insurance. They just could not get ahead enough to put, out the, put the Seahawks away. Um, although... It kind of looked like they had a chance there before the roughing, roughing, running into the kicker. Because before that, leading up to that, Seattle could not do anything on offense. They looked so bad. They couldn't generate anything. Kenneth Walker couldn't go. And really, the best time, uh, the best they looked in that game, other than the beginning, was when they were throwing two guys catching their first pass of the season. I can't remember yes. the guy's name. And then Nick Ballore runs his first run since like 2020, I think they said. A Central Michigan fire yes. up. Uh, good to see the name again. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're going to guys where the Rams aren't prepared. And that was really where the, C the Seahawks were finding their success late. And... Um... That's that makes two guys. Well, one from Michigan. I don't know where Quandre's from, but obviously spent 
a, a good portion of his career in Detroit. That makes two guys that um, that gave the old uh, to 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 the to the Detroit Lions right there. Nick Ballore with his first carry gets a first down, and Quandra Diggs, as we said, the interception in overtime that that pretty much gave Seattle um, the ability to win this game because uh, at that point they were I don't know probably around midfield, right? Uh, I think so. And then, uh, what was the, what was the following play from there? Are you saying? Um, I'm saying Quandre digs with the interception. No, but before, but not, I, that's all I had. The, the interception wasn't near midfield. It was, uh, that was a deep, deep toss by Baker, probably down. To but he brought one. it back to midfield, didn't he? I didn't think he brought it back that far. I was thinking maybe the 30, 35. Mm. I thought they were pretty close because I thought they only needed like two, three plays after that, right? Well, they did, but then they had the big Geno extra pad there. No, that wasn't the same play. That The extra, extra, talking about the late hit out of bounds? I'm going to need a play-by-play. I got to go to ESPN.com right now. I know. Um well, the, the the late hit out of bounds occurred in, in regulation, not overtime. Okay, that's where I'm screwed up, though. Yeah. No, excuse us, folks. We're all in a flurry right now. Um, we plan to record this in between the games, and we thought it would be a nice, smooth recording. And then, uh, uh, of course, that game had to go into overtime, push us into our schedule here. So we're um, we're we're all over the place. We didn't even talk before this. We just jumped right into this. This is uncharacteristics of the uh, uncharacteristic of the Lion Share podcast, and should mention too, Mitch is not with us right now, but he will be in. Well, where that part will be before this, so eh, disregard. Um, while you figure that out, um, we'll just we'll just um, recap what happened this week. Obviously, you had the Saturday games and the Sunday games. Um, two games on Saturday, starting us off hot. That was nice. It's always nice to have a doubleheader. It's always nice to have Saturday and Sunday NFL because you can kind of break it up. And uh, the Saturday games kind of get the solo treatment so you can just sit and watch one at a time. Um, and then Sunday's madness. Sunday was all madness today. And uh, we've got one more still coming up. Andrew, you got any tabulations there? Yeah, he returned it to the 36. Their own or the uh, opponents? Uh, it would have been uh, their end of the field. Okay, so Seattle's thirty-six. Yep. So yeah, then they were they needed a couple of plays to get it over midfield, and then yep. they were pretty much in field goal range. They went. And then they ran, uh, con- they went they ran incom- like a bunch of Kenneth, Kenneth Walker a couple times. Yep, incomplete pass to DK. That one that almost got picked by Ramsey. That was that play. Uh, Kenneth Walker to the right for twenty. He had that long one. He broke, and then Walker to the left for two. Walker to the left. For eight, Walker to the right for one, Walker to the left for two. So they really just needed yeah, the, Walker, the big, Walker. yeah. Well, I mean, just ride Walker after that interception. Yeah. Okay, so before we close this chapter, just two more things about this game. Um, one more thing in the department of the refs, what are you doing? Department was. The fact that DK Metcalf was on the field. I don't know if you caught this during the kick. Uh, Mark Sanchez is screaming, DK, what are you doing? Reminiscent um, of uh, Des Bryant. Des Bryant! 
Oh, were you going? Sorry. There? <laughs> yes, oh, dude. I was. Oh, I was geez. hoping that you would. I was hoping that we were on the same. Oftentimes, we are on the same page because we have a lot of the same memories burned into our brain. Yes, that's ex- exactly where my head was going when I heard that. And uh, of course, no call. I mean, I didn't really see it um, from the cameras that Fox was showing. I didn't really see what he was talking about. But I'm sh- obviously it was happening if he was talking about it. Um, but just just another classic situation. And then the second point that I was going to talk about was the fact that um, I, I think you were watching Red Zone more for more of this game than I was. I was mostly locked into this game. But Fox showed the graphic of the fact that the Lions are 3-27 and in Lambeau in the last whatever, however many years that is. And the fact that Lafleur is 16-0 and or 17-0 and in December, the stat we've thrown around a couple times. They had that graphic up at the beginning, the very beginning of the game at what the first or second quarter, the third quarter, the fourth quarter, and when it was going into overtime. How many times do you have to show us? You know who's tuning into this game. The Rams may have had like 1% of this audience. The, the Los Angeles crowd didn't give a shit about this. Bad football town. Seattle, obviously watching a lot of this for, because of their playoff implications. But I bet you the, the Lions share, wink, wink, of the viewers here were the Lions fans. A hundred percent. And I was locked into this game on my phone, had red zone on the TV. I believe it was three and 27 at Lambeau. And then it's 18 and one in December and January for Aaron Rodgers and Lafleur together. Okay. Very cool. Very cool guys. That's a, that's a great stat. We only need to see it once. Once was enough. Once was, once was one too many, but um, I digress. Anyway, let's close that chapter. The, The Seahawks are, are in the playoffs if the Packers lose tonight and we'll obviously have that information when we record once again, this is a rare two parter for, from the lion's share. We are all over the place, um, in this regular season finale. Um, uh, sorry for my bad energy right now. I'm just, we literally came off right off the, off the cusp of that game. And, uh, I got sucked in. I, I said, I wasn't going to get sucked in. I was okay with whatever the outcome was, but I got sucked in. So let's move to Saturday's games. Chiefs Raiders, nothing to really say here. Chiefs dominance um, on display once again. You and I both had Chiefs here. Um, Raiders, see you later. Um, got a lot to work to do. Josh McDaniels. Um, the Chiefs huddle play, though. I'm sure you saw the the, the ring around the rosy play yes. uh, that was sweeping the social media waves. Pretty uh, cool. Playing with their food before they ate it is, I think, yes. how a lot of people phrased it. Uh, which was crazy too because they came out of that play in the fake, the fake to the right with Mahomes was uh, more uh, unguarded than than the other fake that they had built into that. So they played where they ended up running it with uh, was it Pacheco who ran that in? Mm, no, it was um, um, it was the same guy scored on the next play because that one got called back for holding, right? Yeah, so they they went right back to a. Um, I can't think of his name right now, but yeah, I, I went I, right back to him the next play. I feel like he was number 19. I, I can see it, but yes. uh, anyway, uh, that was more, uh, they defended that better than they did than the, the original play that they were trying to build. Kadarius Tony. Thank you. Kadarius Tony. But yeah, Mahomes, if he had that ball, could have ran it in. He had a host of blockers in front of Let's him. Let's go. Lions. I think there was only two Today, defenders. Tomorrow and next year. Yeah, that and that was kind of the story of the day. That's the story of the Chiefs. When the Chiefs are clicking like that, Andy Reid's, Andy Reid and um, uh, the guy's name's escaping me right now. The guy that always gets head coaching offers, the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. 
um, when they're in strides. I, I know who you're talking about. I just I, I feel like it's a name I always forget. It's not Eric something, right? Something. Um, I don't know. No. My head's in such a flurry right now that I, I can't even think. But anyway, when the Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid, when um, Eric Bieniemy, I got his name. There, I got it. Came out of the blue for me there. I knew it was Eric. Um, when Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, and the Chiefs offense is clicking, it is it is a thing of beauty. And it was it was like that on Saturday. Never a doubt for the Chiefs there. Um, the Not other game, the Titans, Jaguars. It, Ooh, That's how yeah, yeah. I feel about Ben Johnson. You know, yeah. that's how I feel, how exciting it is. And, like, that's what he could be in Detroit. Kind of kind yeah. of set the head coaching aside. What do you want to be? Do you want to focus on just this, or do you want the whole team? Yeah, I think the answer is obvious. My book. I'm a bit a little biased. <laughs> Titans-Jaguars, this one was a big one. Physical, old-school game. Titans Fun. looked like the better team for a good portion of this game. Uh, I thought Dobbs played okay to start things off and then he kind of, kind of trailed off. Um, and Derek Henry was the emphasis, although he just could never break free. He was, there was a couple points where you felt like the Derek Henry was going to eventually break for a 60 yard run. Just never happened. Never happened. Um, he had over a hundred yards, but it took him 30 something carries to get there. Um, and Seemed the defense like he was, was doing enough for the Titans. Yeah, the defense was doing enough. It's just not the Derrick Henry of the past. Um, and then they get the pick right at the end there. And that was one of those pivotal plays. We always talk about those winning, winning the turnover battles. It was a pivotal play there. And um, the the Jaguars do what good teams do, and they find a way when when everything else wasn't really – Jags didn't look great all day. The, the offense was kind of struggling. Uh, and – what do they do? They get a play from their defense and they get a play from special teams. You got to find a way um, to, to, to win a game like that. And they did so. So kudos to them. Yeah. Good for the Jaguars. Uh, I think they, they, the lions have been compared to the Jaguars several times, kind of in the rebuild process and where they are as a franchise. Uh, so good to see them get into the playoffs at nine and eight. I wish we didn't have a team in our division that won 12 plus games. Um, so congrats yep. guys on getting in a nine and eight, uh, but you got there nonetheless. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Cause the Jaguars number one overall pick to playoff berth now and, uh, the giants all right behind the Lions and the draft picks. Uh, so two top five teams that the Lions beat this year, both getting into the playoffs that that stings, not going to lie. That stings, but good for the, good for the Jaguars and Doug Peterson. Always been a fan of him. Um, and the Titans just fall off the face of the earth. It's like a six or seven game losing. It was a seven game losing streak um, that you got to carry over into next year. So no momentum for them heading into the offseason. That's for sure. Um, I will say this about the Jaguars. Get Trevor Lawrence, some offensive linemen in the draft. That's Seriously. that's how I'll finish that off. Because uh, you got a good thing going, but you uh, you definitely need to protect that franchise quarterback. And th- it's clear that that's an, an area of, uh, of need for them. Moving forward to Sunday, um, I'm going to jump around here, Andrew, so try to work with me. We're, we've got a little less than 20 minutes until, or a little more than 20 minutes until this game between the Lions and Packers kicks off. So we're going to try to go quick through these folks. Um, let's start with games. Let's talk games with implications. Obviously, we already talked about the Rams, Seahawks. Um, erase that from my brain if I could. Um, another game with implications was the Steelers Brown. No, no, no. Let's not go there. Bills, Patriots, Patriots had to win this game 
to get into the playoffs. They obviously didn't. Um, and the Bills got the Hamlin bump, two kickoff returns today, one right off the bat, right off the rip. Um, and that was that was a huge start for them. So Bills um, will have a, not the one seed, but they won't have to play a true road game in the playoffs now. No, they won't. And I think Josh Allen said after that kick return that it was bo- or in the post game, it was bone chilling and that kick routine turn happened. And then they got a second kick return, which was just absolutely, uh, I mean, written in the stars to have that kind of moment there. So you knew the Bills were going to have the Hamlin bump. We called it here. Um, I think not to bet on the situation and try to make money on it, but I want to say, because I'm not a sports gambler, I've said that, um, there are people that uh, probably made a lot of money off that Bills bump. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, and I, I didn't consider it myself. Well, I'm not going to lie. Um, so the, the Patriots will not be in the playoffs. Bill Belichick and that team, not good enough. Um, that leads the door open for the Dolphins. This was our sad game of the day. Jets, Dolphins, just sad. Sorry, football all around. Um, and Raheem Mostert, Mostert, Mostert um, was an animal today for them. But uh, that, besides that, not a lot of points in this game. But the Dolphins get a field goal late. And um, by virtue of the Bills losing, Dolphins are in. Steelers out. Patriots out. Dolphins get that last spot. Uh, you said it first, my, or you said it first and best, my notes on this Dolphins team where they play sorry football, honestly, watching this Dolphins team, it reminds me of, uh, uh, like a couple kids complaining on a school ground, like, Hey, no, no fair. He's got like the newer version of shoes where I've only got like this version of shoes. That's not fair. And it's probably like last year's model just as good so they make the other kid take off their shoes and then when they win a game of basketball they like celebrate like it was even ground that's that's what the dolphin mind snot nose kid just like that sorry your your audio was way delayed there so i just just heard the end of your statement there so i don't know what's going on this this new software that we're using clearly not the best um i think we're back in sync now but i'm not sure i think it's all in sync but um yeah, that's a little weird from the You're software there. Uh, yeah, the Dolphins. I don't even remember what you said. Um, but the Dolphins are going to the. But the yes, they they beached themselves. Uh, yeah, they not only they beached themselves. No, you're definitely. Uh, we're still definitely out of sync. A hundred percent, we are. But I will say, I saw a sign held by a fan, a Dolphins fan in this game that dubbed them the Aquamen. And I will forever be referring to the Dolphins as the Aquaman. I love that nickname for them, and uh, I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, it's a good nickname. I'm surprised I haven't seen that in the past. Um, it's it, it has to have come across before, and, and I don't know how this is the first instance of it. But uh, anyways, yeah, the... the uh... The Dolphins, another team that was was had a has a heavy losing streak coming into this, um, and the Dolphins break that losing streak, and the Jets continue their losing streak into the into the off season. Sucks for them. I uh, got a lot of things to figure out, especially a quarterback for that team. Uh, a lot of question marks there. Um, mm, Bengals, Ravens, Bengals were hungry, man. 
they they look dominant in this game. It's going to come down to it's. It just it seems like it's going to come down to Bills, Chiefs, Bengals. One of those three is going to this the Super Bowl that represent the AFC. Um, Jamar Chase is him. That's what I'll say. And but I believe the Bengals lost their starting right guard in this game. I know he was he went out and got hurt. Um, I don't know the um, the full report on that as far as the extent of that injury. Um, but that's something to watch for if you're um, rooting for the Bengals. I don't know who it was, if it was the right guard or the right tackle. I know I heard both of those positions brought up. I think one of them got hurt uh, either in this game early or the previous week, and then they lost this starter, and they were worried that uh, Burrow was going to get hurt. They also wanted to pull him. But that was a crazy game. I don't know what you thought of the end zone coin flip celebration. That was... (laughs) pretty cool uh my i thought so but yeah the 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 Bengals play an upset brand of football yeah like they're angry they're playing angry out there and ever since yes. jamar chase has come back it seems like that's been pushed to uh to uh an all, a whole new level i did like the coin flip celebration um from it was mixing right i think so yeah yeah, Mixon, I guess, was upset about the whole coin flip thing. Bengals felt slighted um, based on what the league decided was going to decide um, home field advantage. But the Bengals put all that to bed by the, having the win over the Ravens. They don't even have to go to the coin flip. But uh, obviously, a chip on their shoulder nonetheless. Um, so the Bengals, yeah, Bengals beat the Ravens. Um Browns, Steelers, Steelers, my B team going to be out of the playoffs. Lions, my A team out of the playoffs. That's sad for me. The Steelers look like they didn't want to win this game at one point, but then kind of figured things out. There's a terrible roughing the passer on Deshaun Watson that kind of gave the Browns life late, um, similar to the Seattle game, just the refs getting involved when they didn't need to. Um, It was a third down where the Browns were going to have to kick. And uh, the drive gets extended. Of course, they score a touchdown off of it. That seems to be the way it always goes, right? It's the way of the road. Um, but the Steelers win, but they don't make the playoffs. Yeah, I hate watching Sean Watson play football officially. He had the whole duck under like six defenders and then scramble for first down like he just forgot that your elbows declare you down as well. I couldn't believe <laughs> yes. that he was waving his line up to up to the ball where he was spotted down like he actually thought that he was going to get down there. I don't I don't know. This was a weird game. Nobody wanted to score early in this game. Um, the Steelers looked like they were going to score early, and then Najee fumbled on the one. And right when that happened, I thought the Steelers were in for just kind of one of those days where nothing gets started, and it's just mental error after mental error. Yeah, it did seem like that. It was it was a wake up moment for them. They just had to get their head on straight. I thought Tomlin would have them up a little bit more focused, but that was not the case. They get the win nonetheless. But uh, by the Dolphins, chinny chin chin, they um, get slighted out of the playoffs. Um, so I I don't know what they said during the broadcast. Something about uh, Tomlin's winning records. He's he. I mean, they improved to nine and eight, missed the playoffs, but they said he. Something like he he's had a winning record since the season before they drafted uh, Roethlisberger, which is crazy to believe. Well, the, um, he wasn't there when Roethlisberger got drafted. Oh, then it's supposed to be the organization? 
Oh, it was, I, yeah, it must be that. And well, I, I know Tomlin's had a winning record in almost every, I don't know, whatever. Um, Good stuff. Uh, what else? <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Giants versus the Eagles. The Eagles the, destroyed them. Giants did not play many of their starters or if any. Um, kind of Dayball's um, poker face finally finally showed here and showed that he was had no intent of playing his starters here. The smart decision. Rest of those guys. Jalen Hurts was back in this game. Um, so you you took Jalen Hurts if Jalen Hurts or they took the Eagles if Jalen Hurts was back. So good choice there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, that was this was a um, kind of a weird game. I thought there was I thought it was going to be a little more action packed than this. Uh, my notes were that the Eagles play conservative football, like in this game specifically. Everything they did was to uh, try to avoid injuries, which is typically how you get an injury. You know, you don't play at full speed and things sneak up on you and you're not expecting it. Right. So playing a conservative kind of football scared me for them. You know, just go out and play how you've played all season. It typically works out. Um, but, I mean, good for them. They won. Secure, would they secure their number one spot then? Is that what you said? Yes, because the Cowboys lost, and um, they're the only fourteen win, fourteen team win. Um, Vikings are at thirteen wins, and the Cowboys. Uh, nice segue there. Cowboys lost, um, and I think I got to give you a win there because you said Commanders if they get some turnovers, which they sure did. Say that again. You just cut out. Oh, sorry. I think I have got to give you the win there with the Cowboys losing to the Commanders, though, because you said Commanders if they get turnovers. It, which is crazy. They had, um, I think they had one early. They got called back, and it was like the exact next play. Uh, I was a pick six. Um, what other turnovers? Was there just another special teams turnover? And then another Dak pick? I don't know. It was I feel like every time I saw this game, there was a turnover. I don't know if I was seeing replays or what was happening. And the commanders just just torched them 26 to 6. Cowboys didn't score in the second half. Um, Sam Howell was 11 of 19 for 169 and one touchdown, and that's good enough to get you a win as a quarterback when your defense and special teams get the turnovers, like you said, and, and McLaurin, 74 yards and a touchdown. Um, so yeah, commander or Cowboys just seemed like they kind of just mailed it in there. Um, once they realized that the Eagles will cru- will cruise in Eagles, um, get the one seat, as you said, um, 49ers crushed the Cardinals. I'm just going to touch, touch on these games. Andrew's going to have to react to these 49ers 38 to 13, although they kept it close. I think this was 14, 13 at one point. Um, David, Did Blau, you, even with, that was scary. You got with a couple of scores. I was gonna fill you fill you in there, um, and you and I with the Broncos over the Chargers. Kudos to us, block uh, or pats on the back to us for that. And uh, you and I also had the Panthers over the Saints in a low scoring affair. Um, Eddie Pinero wins the forty nine or the forty two yarder to to get the Panthers win over the Saints. The only thing I have noted from that game is there was a double ejection. I'm not sure if you saw it. Those are my only notes. I think you texted me about this game. Like, what happened to this game? Red Zone stopped showing it. Uh, I know Siciliano was taunting that text that you sent me because not long after that, that he went to that game, 
after the double ejection was, I think, um, and showed one highlight and then went away from it and said, don't say we didn't show you this game. Said those specific words after they left that game. I don't even know who was the, who was the running back for uh, that got ejected there. I, he seemed very upset, hmm. and I couldn't figure out why. Foreman. Foreman. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't figure out why he was so upset. I know he got kind of slapped now, like I, a I child. I didn't see the replay enough to know what happened either. Um, obviously, there was like, I don't know if you call it a punch, but they were calling it an open hand strike on the broadcast. Yeah. I think we're out of sync again, but I'm not sure. It's great. I th- the software is great, by the way, and that's why it's free. Um uh, other than that, we've got Texans Colts. We also picked Texans there. Texans not get not giving a shit about the number one pick. They don't want it. Um, they go down and have an opportunity for a game winning drive. Davis Mills brings them all the way down, and they go for two. Go for the win. Shout out to Lovey Smith. I know a lot of people think he's going to be gone next year, um, but I, I don't know. I, I'm I think maybe maybe you think about keeping him. I uh, know he doesn't have a quarterback to work with. He's got Davis Mills, and this is his first year. So he's three thirteen and one as a head coach for the Texans. I think you give him another year, but that's just my two cents. There's talks about him moving on, um, but the Colts just a sorry team. Jeff Saturday, you are interim. You are not going to be the head coach. It looks like there's going to be a full on opening there. Oh man, they are hosting every interview possible. Uh... <laughs> Just a bad showing by the Colts. The fact that 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 interception on the Hail Mary went through that guy's hands. I didn't even see who it was. Yes. I mean, that is scripted. They get the two-point conversion. I I, I don't know. Everything fell into place. I wish I could show you my notes on this game. It went, Texans don't want the number one pick. Texans want the number one pick. Texans really hate the draft. The Texans are back in this draft. I was back and forth on this. I mean, depending on who was on offense and defense, it was, I mean, uh, this was, this is what I'm talking about, what week 18 can give you and really a no-nothing game. And, and that was a fun game to watch. Yeah, shout out to one of our shareholders, um, Sam. Sam was there as well. I did see the shareholder was in attendance, said he saw the choke artist uh, in the flesh, yeah. I saw that on his Snapchat story. Mr. Matt Ryan and Sam, Sam Ellinger, uh, both of them doing some, uh, looked like some arm circles getting ready. They needed a couple more. Yeah, apparently. Uh, th- those tickets had to be cheap. That's that's That couldn't have been an, ex- an expensive game to see. Um, let, we've got a couple minutes till the game starts here. And let's roll through these. Vikings, Bears, what can you say about this one? Bears Tim didn't Boyle. play Justin Fields. It was Nathan Peterman, and then it was um, um, uh, the Lions' old um, Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle, Tim Boyle was thrown into the game, and then the Vikings um, lost Dalvin Cook at one point. Uh, I don't know what the extent of that was. They brought back um, they brought Madison in as, as in relief. He did a great day today. Two touchdowns. Uh, the Vikings cruise. Bears number one overall pick now. Congrats to them. You're still a sorry franchise. Eberflus is not the guy of the future. Just going to say that. One last game was the Bucks versus the Falcons. And kind of went like you and I expected. Tom Brady getting some reps in, um, but kind of like a preseason game where they, I think they played about a quarter and a half maybe. And it didn't even get to halftime. Tom Brady had his shoulder pads off and just the jersey on. Falcons get a win. 
Um, and that helps the Lions draft pick. Yeah, I, I was watching that uh, game thinking, okay, when are they going to pull Tom Brady? I can't remember who was announcing. I want to say Greg Olson, but I could be wrong. But they, everybody was saying like, okay, how many more rounds are you going to keep Tom Brady out there? And they just kept bringing him out and out. And then they finally decided to sit him down for the day. The only thing I'd say about the Bears game is, is I saw all over the internet, I'm sure you've seen the video, of Bears bars going absolute crazy on the Hail Mary. It is. And that's, we've been there as Lions fans too, right? So we can relate. We can relate. Uh, Mark Schlereth is the name you were looking for. Uh, not Greg Olson. Um, yes, I think we hit everything there. If we missed one, whoopsie daisy. Um, it, it didn't matter because the playoffs are pretty much set at this point. As we roll into the Lions versus Packers in Lambeau, Sunday night football coming at you. We'll have that recap. The Lions will be back on your television screens in a few short months. They're hybriding now, and we'll get them back on the draft. The Lions share will stick through the playoffs and the offseason in some capacity. We'll have a big show around the draft. Uh, other than that... Um, Wait, I got one thing. I got one thing, and we did have a, a Lion, a shareholder, reach out in mid-game. I don't know if he's right on it. I haven't fact-checked it. He said this is Quay Walker's second ejection this season. No, that's correct. That's correct. They said it on the broadcast. Oh, okay. I missed that part, but that is, wow. That's some late-breaking news, early-breaking from the shareholders, but I just missed it. I wanted to give him a shout-out, though. I told him I would, so we got it in. Official. (laughs) At the very very burning (laughs) midnight oil. But it's in. It's in. That's all that counts. If you're in, you if you're in, you win, right? Can't tell if Mitch is frozen or if he's just really good at smiling. He's frozen. Frozen. Um, he's he's probably just gonna hit me with a text that he's going to bed. Uh, good for him. Um, we all need to. Uh, myself and Tommy included. So let's wrap it up. What a season it was. Happy to be above 500. There's Mitch with the text right now. Um, my computer hates recording. Yeah, we, we appreciate you though, Mitch. Um, we love you. Um, your computer may hate you, but we love you. Um, you. Um, and that's the end, folks. Uh, Andrew puts it down. Andrew puts us to bed. I thought I'd get it for those who don't listen to me. Let's go, Lions. Today, tomorrow, and next year.